0: I'm serious. We're going to give Daddy the Rain Man sweet You dig that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Vegas. You think we get there by midnight? Money, we're going to be up 500 by midnight. Yeah, <laughs> Vegas! Vegas, baby! Vegas! All right, back again for Cash Matty Podcast. Tonight, we're going to be talking about week three of the NFL season, go over some spreads and what my thoughts are on each game. Uh, before we get started, though, Got to get with the sponsors. So in La Jolla, don't forget to visit La Jolla Chevron, an extra mile convenience store at 7475 La Jolla Boulevard, La Jolla, California. All right, so let's start off with Thursday's game. We got Tennessee Titans at Jacksonville. Titans are favored by one and a half. Um, I would lean the Titans on this one. I think Jacksonville's kind of in on a mess. You got the whole Jalen Ramsey thing. You don't know if he wants to be on the team anymore. I think Doug Marone is just in over his head. I think that team has no discipline whatsoever in Jacksonville. They lost Nick Foles. I thought Jacksonville was going to be pretty good this year, but once Nick Foles went out, I think, you know, it's just, it's looking like it's going to be a disaster of a season. I don't think they got the head coach to control the team. As far as Tennessee goes, Tennessee has a solid defense, they got solid players, you know, they got a they got a pretty good roster. It's just their quarterback. I've, I've never been a fan of Marcus Mariota. You never know what you're going to get out of him. He does not push the ball down the field. Um, they're afraid. Either he's afraid to throw it down the field or they're afraid to call plays for him down the field. He never stretches it down the field. I think uh, Derrick Henry's good. The offensive line's pretty good. they got some pretty good weapons at receiver with Davis and A.J. Brown tied in. Delaney Walker's good. They just need a quarterback. They need a better quarterback. I like their head coach. Uh, Vrabel, I think he's pretty good. You know, he he doesn't get out outcoached or anything like that. I think he makes good decisions. Um, so I would take the Titans in this one. I, I can see them winning by seven or more. Or, or I don't know. I mean, not seven or more, but uh, three or more in this game. I see them winning. I don't think Jacksonville, you know, has got the head coach that can – control the team and i don't I don't see them you know toughening it out and coming up with a home victory here though teams on on Thursday night at home usually have a huge advantage, but I would lean Tennessee to win this game next game is Denver at Green Bay. the spread is Green Bay minus seven and a half. I would lean Denver here to cover the spread um, Denver's defense is still pretty good. I like Vic Fangio. You know, going up against Aaron Rodgers. I know the Packers are 2-0, but they don't look like a 2-0 team in my opinion. Their defense looks pretty good. It looks better than what it's been in the past. Their offense, though, does not look good at all in my opinion. Aaron Rodgers doesn't look the same. I don't know if it's because of floor and he's not used to his offense or if he's just kind of getting beat up and is hasn't been the same since the injuries uh, he doesn't look as quick as he used to be. He doesn't look as confident as he used to be. He used to throw the deep ball and it was money. He would throw those 50 60 yard bombs to Nelson. You know, now he's throwing it downfield and the receiver has to kind of like stop to get it. I mean, he would throw it on the money back in the day. Um, he eludes the ru- he doesn't elude the rush like he used to, in my opinion. He holds on to the ball too long. Um, they don't have the receivers they used to have. Uh, that could be part of it. It just doesn't seem like he's in sync yet with LaFleur's offense. Maybe that'll come down the road. Their defense is really good, though. It's a lot better than what it used to be. They used to be really soft on defense. They seem to be flying around the football. Jahir Alexander is really good, the corner. Um, They got more speed than they've had in years past. Uh, As far as Denver goes, Denver should be 1-1. They should have beaten Chicago. Um, You can't give up that play to uh, to Robinson where they needed 15 yards and they got enough yards to get into field goal range. That was ridiculous. The roughing the passer call was ridiculous. Denver should have won that game. They blew it. Um, offensively, Flacco, he got it going in the second half against the Bears. I mean, in the first six quarters of the season, he looked like garbage. I mean, he still is Garbage. Uh, Philip Lindsay looks really good. I don't know why they don't give him the ball a little bit more. They got to get him out in space, give him some screens, give him some swing passes, something. But I think Denver can keep it close. I, I could see Green Bay winning by seven, you know, four, four, three, or seven points, something like that. I don't see them winning by two scores. So I would definitely lean Denver on that one. Uh, Detroit at Philadelphia. The spread is only six and a half for Philadelphia. I would – I would lean Philadelphia here. The only reason, the big concern for Philadelphia here is all the injuries that they have. Deshaun Jackson is not going to play. Um, Alshon Jeffrey is not going to play, so they're really hurting at the receiver position. Detroit has a really good secondary. It's so it's it's pretty underrated. I know Darius Slay kind of got beat by by Keenan Allen most of the game last week, but he held him in check. Like as far as he didn't give up a touchdown, he didn't give any big plays he just gave up a lot of plays you know 10 10 yard routes 10 12 yard routes and then slay came up with a big interception but i mean so detroit secondary i think will you know is definitely going to be able to handle philadelphia's receivers with jackson and alshon jeffrey out the problem for detroit is their pass rush they don't have a pass rush um I don't know if it's their D line was supposed to be good this year I don't know if it's because they weren't really in training camp Mike Daniels didn't really he wasn't in training camp most of it Trey Flowers was hurt in training camp uh Snacks Harrison was holding out so he wasn't much in training camp and then Deshaun Hand has been injured the first two games so they haven't gotten he was he got him a good inside pass rush last year he hasn't been there so I don't know that D line hasn't it's supposed to be the strength of the team and it looks like a weakness so far in the first two games maybe now that we're going into week 3 they're kind of in season mode and have enough you know practices and and a few games under their belt that now they're ready for the season to start defensively on the line if that's the case then Detroit's probably going to cover but i i haven't seen that so i would bet philadelphia because philadelphia's o-line's really good i figure Carson Wentz is going to have all day back there And as good as the corners are for Detroit and as weak as the receivers are for Philadelphia, if you have all day, eventually you're going to find people open and wins can buy some time, you know, moving around. So I think Philadelphia probably covers here. Uh, Philadelphia has has had trouble running the ball so far this year. Detroit's run defense is supposed to be outstanding. It hasn't been as good as as it should be. Again, the D-line hasn't been that great. Uh, Jared Davis hasn't played yet. He might play this week. If he plays, that'll help Detroit out a lot because I think he can, He's good at blitzing up the middle, and he's really he's really a good in, inside linebacker. As far as Philadelphia's defense versus Detroit's offense, I think Detroit will probably move the ball pretty well against Philadelphia because Philadelphia is struggling against the pass. Um, I just don't know if Detroit's O line can block Philadelphia's D line. They probably can't. And eventually Stafford will get sacked and throw an interception or fumble a football, I I assume. So I would figure Philadelphia comes up with a win like 24-17, something like that. I can see Philadelphia winning by seven. But, I mean, I'm not betting. The first three games, I'm not betting. I'm not betting any of these games until I let you know. Uh, Kansas City at Baltimore. Or Baltimore at Kansas City, spread six and a half. Anytime Kansas City's under a touchdown at home, unless they're playing like New England, I would take Kansas City. I know Baltimore's good. They look really good. They've played basically, you know, two division, two football teams in Arizona Cardinals and the Miami Dolphins. The Cardinals actually moved the ball against them most of the game. They got inside the five three times, I believe, or at least inside, yeah, inside the 10. I think they were at the one or two yard line twice. They kicked field goals. Um, Arizona was moving the ball against them. I, I see Kansas City moving the ball against them. Baltimore secondary, you know, they got some big time names and stuff, but maybe it's their pass rushes and getting there. I don't know. But if Murray can move the ball against them, that means Mahomes can. I see Kansas City winning this game by seven or more. Um, Lamar Jackson has looked really good against Arizona and Miami. He's probably going to look really good the first half of the season. Let's see what he does in the second half. His teams get more and more film on him because you got to assume that Harbaugh and Jackson had to come up with something this offseason to – you know to counter what the L.A. Chargers did to him in the playoffs, so I assume they they've ad- adjusted and they're making, you know Lamar look really good so far. I just think as time goes on, uh, let's see if he could adjust as defenses adjust. Um, Kansas City's defense isn't that good, but I think it's better than it was last year. Mahomes is just a man, dude. I know they're not in the same team without Tyreek Hill, but I still see them winning by seven or more. Uh, Cincinnati at Buffalo. Buffalo is minus six here. Uh, I like Buffalo to cover here. I think Buffalo is a really good team. I I predicted them to make a wild card as, um, you know, the Colts. Andrew Luck, when he retired, I had to take the Colts out. So I think the Bills are a playoff team this year. I think Josh Allen's really good. I don't know why the media never gives that kid any credit. All they do is say he's the biggest fucking bust, and the kid makes plays after plays. He has the worst talent around him as any quarterback that I see as far as offensive talent. Now, he has a really good defense that he can rely on. Um, You know, when you have two road games, Buffalo started two road games, I think the crowd's going to be pumped up in Buffalo. I mean, they love their team there. They're 0 Cincinnati's already 0-2. Cincinnati looked really, really bad in week two. I thought they were going to beat San Francisco. They got smoked. Their defense sucks. Um, Andy Dalton, you know, he's garbage. So, I mean, Joe Mixon's good. They don't have A.J. Green. They just don't have the weapons, dude. Their offensive line lost two guys before the season even started. One guy, I think, retired. And then um, their first-round pick, Williams, he was out for the season. I just don't see how they're going to beat Buffalo. I think Buffalo's defense will just eat on Andy Dalton, stuff the run, and then, well, I don't know. I mean, Buffalo's run defense isn't that great, but, I mean, their secondary will stuff Cincinnati, so maybe they'll bring eight in the box and then stuff it, not worry about Dalton beating them. Uh, and I see Josh Allen making a few plays here and there and beating them, you know, by seven or more. I... You know, with, with Buffalo and Josh Allen, the thing, you know, he got Cole Beasley and now John Brown, and those guys aren't even that good of receivers, but it's a lot better than what they had last year, so it's making a difference. Um, Singletary looks pretty good at running back. As long as Buffalo can keep teams honest with the running game, I think Josh Allen will have success. Uh, Atlanta at Indianapolis. I took Indianapolis here, and I got a bad number. I got minus two and a half. It's down to one and a half, but... I would probably pass on this game now because Darius Leonard supposedly or is in the concussion protocol, so I don't know if he's going to play and he's their best defensive player. Uh, The reason why I took Indianapolis in this game is Atlanta's small up front, and I think Indianapolis is going to run it down their throat. Colts are averaging 185 yards a game on the run because they got, you know, one of the best centers in Ryan Kelly, and they got the best guard in football in my opinion in Quentin Nelson – and that old line is just nasty. They control the line of scrimmage. You got a great head coach in Frank Wright. He's always got his offense high-ranked up on third-down conversions. So, you're, you know, he's good at calling plays on third downs. It always seems like they're in third and short. And Frank Wright finds a way to, you know, call a good play there. I like the Colts. I really like the Colts. I mean, they're a really good football team. If they had Andrew Luck, they would they'd be probably a top five team in the NFL. Uh, Brissette's okay. You know, you got T.Y. Hilton. I think he's still really good. Deion Kane is is going to be a good receiver. Atlanta, I think Atlanta got away with one. Um, you figure they were 0-1. They're coming to home. You can't go to 0-2. They got... You know, the crowd's going to be into it. You're going to have that extra energy. And they still barely beat Philadelphia, who lost all those players during the game. Wentz went out for, I don't know, a series or two. Uh, Ertz got hurt. Deshaun Jackson got hurt, didn't play most of the game. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey got hurt, didn't play most of the game. He had a few injuries on the defense, and you, you had to win because Nelson Aguilar dropped the pass. I mean, I don't think Atlanta's that good. I thought they were going to be a Super Bowl contender, Atlanta. I picked them to win the division. They don't look good. The old line doesn't look good. They lost Lindstrom for the season, lost another guy got hurt. Um, Matt Ryan has a noodle arm. I mean, he's he's okay in domes. I mean, he's good in domes, but he's better at home. When he's on the road, he sucks. Uh, He's got a water pistol of an arm. I, I don't get the hype on that guy. He threw three interceptions last week. I mean, there's no reason to throw the three interceptions that he threw, but he does it. No one says anything because he went to a Super Bowl. I guess if you go to a Super Bowl, no one can complain. I don't trust him. I trust Indianapolis. Um, I trust Percet with the football even more than Matt Ryan, and I trust the coaching staff of Indianapolis versus Atlanta's coaching staff. Um, Oakland at Minnesota. Minnesota's is favored by nine. I see Minnesota beating the shit out of them. I think Minnesota is the best or one of the best teams in the NFC. I know they lost to Green Bay, but they spotted them 21 points, came down to it. We're only down five, and Kirk Cousins threw a terrible interception. Minnesota should have won that game. After it was 21 to nothing, Minnesota dominated the football game. So I think Lafleur had to, you know, <coughs> scripted out the first couple of drives, Caught Minnesota off guard, but after that, Minnesota dominated the rest of the game. Um, Cook is a really good running back, and in that system, great the Kubiak system, he's gonna he's gonna eat up Oakland, in my opinion. Oakland, the first two drives of, of both games against Kansas City and against Denver, they look really good. After that, the offense looks terrible. So, if Zimmer, you know. Zimmer will eat them up after the first two drives, in my opinion, once Oakland, you know, the script's off. And I think Minnesota will be able to do whatever it wants on offense and on defense, you know, from the second quarter and on. So I see Minnesota winning by, like, 14, 17 points in this one. I see something like, I don't know, 31 to 14, something like that. All right, the Jets are at New England. New England. Spread is twenty-two and a half. I mean, that's a lot of points, but there's sure no way I'm betting the Jets. I would bet New England here, you know, if I had to. I mean, they're most likely going to score on the first two drives, probably ten or fourteen points on the Jets. The Jets have nothing offensively. New England's defense, all of a sudden, is really good. Probably one of, probably the best in the league. I mean, they gave up three points to the Rams in the Super Bowl. They gave up what three to three to um, the Steelers and they gave up zero to the Dolphins. I mean, all of a sudden their defense is shutting everybody out. Um, they don't even have that great of personnel. So I don't know what they're doing different, but Belichick I think took over the defense and he's just dominating. So, and the Jets offense is down to their third string quarterback, Luke Falk against uh, Belichick. I mean, that's a mismatch. And so, I mean, 22-and-a-half is a lot, but I could easily see, you know, a 38-to-3 win here or something like that. Um, I just don't see how the Jets are going to be able to move the football. And if they're not going to be able to move the football, the more and more chances you give Brady, once he gets in a rhythm, the game's over, he'll put up, you know, three touchdowns in a quarter or a a quarter-and-a-half. So I would definitely – You know, if I had to, I would bet the Patriots. Uh, Miami at Dallas. We got another college football spread here. Dallas is favored by twenty-one and a half. I would definitely lean Dallas here. Um, Everyone says the sharp plays are always oh take take the points, but that's a bunch of bullshit. You know what sharp plays are? Sharp plays are people that cover spreads. I'm so sick of hearing about sharps. Um, Dallas's O line is phenomenal. I love. Kellen Moore uh, now at, uh, calling the plays. It looks like Dallas has really, really got it going offensively. Dak Prescott looks really good. I don't, I don't know if he's as good as as he looks. I think it's the play calling. I think it's the o line. He's got the best running back. I mean, he's got so many weapons. He's just in such a great situation. Their defense is good. Miami's in quit mode. I'm never. I would never bet Miami. Um, I would fade Miami. I mean, I think if you fade them all 16 games, I think you're going to go 12 and 4 or something, 13 and 3, something like that. I'm not playing this one cuz I didn't get the number. You know, I think it was I think it started off it was 19 or 20. Uh I didn't get a good number, so I'm not playing it, but I would definitely bet Dallas here if I had to. You know Dallas is going to score a bunch of points on them and Miami's not going to be able to move the football. The only concern here is I mean, the only way I see Miami covering is if Dallas, like, muffs a punt or fumbles and Miami gets a cheap touchdown, something like that. That's the only way. Miami's not going to move the ball against Dallas. The Jets aren't going to move the ball against New England. So you're basically – if you're betting those teams, you're just hoping the other teams make a mistake. And if they do, which point spread's that high, it is hard to cover. But I, I assume both teams cover. Um, Dallas is really good. I would say Dallas and Minnesota are the two best teams in the NFC so far, in my opinion. Um, I mean Dallas doesn't have a weakness really. They got good defense. They got a great o line. They got a great running game. Quarterback looks good, and and Kellen Moore, unless people figure him out. I mean that that looks like the difference maker as far as um, you know the play calling. That's that's huge in my opinion. All right, the Giants are at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's favored by six and a half. I would definitely lean – I would lean the Giants here. Um, just because Daniel Jones is playing, maybe they get a spark from the Giants. They don't have the water pistol arm of Eli Manning, you know. I mean, Eli Manning couldn't throw the ball over 15 yards. Like, everything was – you know, Barkley's going to have more room to run because Daniel Jones can actually extend – throw it down the field and the defense has to back off a little bit uh, the Giants don't have any receivers you know Golden Tate's suspended Shepard I think is hurt but Tampa Bay I'm not trusting James Winston in six and a half points he'll probably win here Tampa Bay's defense looks pretty good um, but Winston is just so prone to throwing a pick six he, th- he throws one pick six here I, I think the Giants probably cover um, I don't see either team as a playoff team. I think both teams will be picking in the top ten. I don't know. I don't. I. I wouldn't have any faith in either team. All right, the Saints are at Seattle. Seattle's favored by four and a half. Saints obviously lost Drew Brees. They look terrible after that. Teddy Bridgewater looked like he fucking sucks. Um, I would assume he plays much better this week. Sean Payton, you know, will get him to play better. I would lean Seattle though in this situation. A small lean though in Seattle, if I had to bet, and that's only I don't think Seattle's as as good as people think they are. I mean, they're two and zero, but they don't look impressive to me at all. I mean, they beat Pittsburgh because Ben Rothersberger got hurt early in the game. Who knows what would have happened if he didn't get hurt, and then they barely beat Andy freaking Dalton at home. They beat him by one point. Um, I think Seattle's highly overrated. I think New Orleans. I don't know though. Without Breeze, it's going to be tough for them. If they could, if they could run the ball with Kamara and you know Latavius Murray, I think Seattle probably or New Orleans can can win this game. Especially if they could stop Seattle's run game. And New Orleans was really good at stopping the run last year, and so far this year they looked okay. Um, yeah, the more I think about it, I would probably lean the Saints. I, I think I would switch that one. But I mean, I'm not obviously I'm not betting it. I don't think Seattle's a playoff team, and they might go to three and zero to start the season. But uh, I still don't think they're a playoff team. All right, Houston at the L.A. Chargers. I bet the Chargers minus three here, and obviously, I feel like that's a pretty good bet because I hate the fucking Chargers. So if I'm taking them minus three. I like them in this situation. The reason why I like the Chargers in this situation is I think Bosa and Ingram are going to eat against Houston's offensive line. Houston's offensive line sucks. Tunzel, I don't know. Tunzel looks a little overrated in my opinion. I mean, he's good, but he's not – you don't trade two first-rounders for him. One first-rounder? Sure. One first-rounder and a second-rounder? Okay. He traded two first-rounders in a second, I believe. Um, You know, like I said, I think Ingram and Bosa are going to eat. And I think the Chargers will bounce back. The Chargers should have beat the Lions. I mean, they got, they should have beat them. I mean, the first half, I thought the Lions should have been up. You know, it was 10-6 at half. I thought the Lions should have been up probably, let me see. They got rid of four points. <coughs> should have been 10-7 Lions at half, and it was 10-6 Chargers. But I thought the Chargers blew that game. Rivers throws a big interception. All he has to do is check it down. It's probably a tie game. And then Stafford has a minute with two timeouts. He probably goes down there and kicks a field goal. But Eckler fumbles at the one. Uh, It was just typical Chargers. Both teams were trying to lose that game. And Chargers just, you know, trumped them and lost. But I think they bounce back. I I see Rivers having a big game here. I I don't see... You know, the Texans being smart and running the football. O'Brien's not a good head coach. So I like the Chargers to cover here. Pittsburgh at San Francisco. San Francisco's minus six and a half. Pittsburgh's now, you know, out their quarterback, and they got to use Mason Rudolph. I would lean San Francisco here, but a small lean. I don't know how Pittsburgh's going to play with Rudolph. I think they're going to play a little bit better than people think. I think Ben Roethlisberger was one of the most overrated quarterbacks last couple of years. I think Rudolph's actually going to play a little bit better like I said than people think. Um, but they got to get a running game going. James Conner hasn't done shit this year running the football. San Francisco looks really good. I love Kyle Shanahan, probably top 3, top 4 play caller in football. Uh he gets guys wide open, Kittle. Now they got um, Dabo Samuel or whatever whatever his name is, the kid from um, South Carolina, Debo Samuel. Um, he's really good. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is playing better. He's getting more and more confident. But they got a running game. like That's the thing. Kyle Shanahan knows how to dial up a running game. And so I figured San Francisco, I mean, six and a half is kind of a lot. I, I could see Frisco winning by seven, though. But, again, I'm not going to touch that game. L.A. Rams. At Cleveland, Rams are minus three. I would definitely lean the Rams here. I don't think Cleveland's that good. I don't think their coach is that good. Their all line sucks. Mayfield, I think, is going to get his ass kicked this year, get a reality check. I think he's going to throw a lot of interceptions. Um, They'll have their moments because they got a bunch of, you know, talented players like Odell Beckham. And Mayfield's, he's very talented. I just think next year is kind of their year for Cleveland. I don't like their head coach. I don't think he. I don't think he was qualified for the job. Um, they don't look disciplined, you know. Miles Garrett's getting personal fouls every uh, left and right. I mean, he's a great player. He's already got five sacks, and he might have a big game here because I don't think the Rams' O line's that good. But Cleveland's O line sucks, and I think Dante Fowler and and um, uh, the D lineman on the Rams is just going to eat. Um, I don't see them stopping them, you know, on the pass rush. So I think that they'll cause a few turnovers from Mayfield. And I think Goff won't really turn the ball over. And I think, I don't think Cleveland's secondary is that good. I don't think they can. Goff's really good when he has Cooper Cup. I mean, that's his blankie. And, you know, Aaron Donald was the name I was. I was drawing a blank on. I think Aaron Donald is going to eat in this game and, you know, cause some problems for Cleveland. But, like I said, goff, Goff's goff got his blankie and cup, and it seems like when they have three receivers, it seems like McVay could really dial up some plays. When they only have two good receivers, then I think that's when they struggle. Um, so, I like the Rams in that one. And then Chicago at Washington. Chicago's favored by four. I would lean Washington here. I figure the Bears will win. But I can see the Bears winning by three points. I think Washington's defense is good enough to keep it close. I think the Bears' offense is really, really bad. I think Nagy (coughs) – I think Nagy is – you know, I think the league has figured him out in his play calling. And then Trubisky's really bad. I think he's just getting worse and worse. I didn't think Trubisky was going to be this bad. Uh, But he's getting worse and worse. I mean, he can't throw the ball down the field. I mean, everything's, you know, a bubble screen. Just get rid of it real quick. They don't want him going through his progression. They don't want him looking downfield, nothing. It's just swing the ball to a, a three-cohen or throw a bubble screen to the Miller kid or just get rid of it quick. Or it's just one read and the guy's not open. Trubisky wants to run. It's just really bad. So I would take Washington and four points here. I don't think Washington's any good. They got that receiver from Ohio State. looks pretty good. The rookie. Um, but their quarterback play is really bad. But I just think they're good enough defensively to make this a low-scoring game. I could see Chicago winning 17-13. to I mean, that's four. I mean, that would be a push. Um, maybe 13-10 to the Bears win. I mean, it's, it's going to be a low-scoring game, though. But I don't think the Bears are a playoff team. They might go to 2-1, and one, but I still don't think they're a playoff team. I think... They'll go to 2-1 and because they played Washington and Denver, who are not good football teams. So that's all I got for this week. That's week three of the Cash Medi picks. Um, make sure you listen to me on Ben and Woods on Thursdays. So I'll be on tomorrow, 620 in the morning. All right, fellas, till the next time. Good night.